Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So if you live to be, let's just say when you live to be over 100, and the news comes calling and they say to you, person, whose name is your name? What is your secret to longevity? What would you say it is? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly and I are here with you. Uh huh. Okay. So, and the reason I'm asking this is because, uh, there is a, a woman who lived to be about 116. And when asked, All right. yeah, right. Get it. Woman. Um, when she was asked, what is it that you, what's the secret? What's the secret to your long life? She said, eating chocolate every single day. Did she express the quantity of chocolate that she ate every day? Oddly, no. Okay. So she's probably had like a 85% cocoa or whatever square. Moderate cocoa or dark chocolate. Yeah. She was doing one of those things. I have a square of dark chocolate. But but you know what? Hey, it works. She's at 116. I uh, statistically, I probably will not make it to that age. Yeah. My actuarial chart says no. We are going to pretend we're all going to make it to that age. We're all going to make it. And when the reporter shows up and says, you're old. Hey, old person. Why are you so old? Now, my favorite one that I've heard is, you know, when somebody says I took a shot of whiskey every day. Here's what I don't, and I'm not trying to tell y'all, you just be you, and I'm here for it, but, like, I don't want to hear, like, I did Zumba every day. I don't want to hear it. Like, I get it, oh, right? You're not gonna, like, like, fitness like, is good. You're not going to actually take my legitimate answers of walking and wearing sensible footwear. No, I want to hear, like, the wacky, weird thing that you do that other people would be like, that's not healthy. But that is the key to your longevity. Whatever it is, high five. I want to hear what it is. 651-641-1071. Kathy is on the line. Hi, Kathy. Hey. Hi there. Kathy, what, when you are 100 plus years of age, and the reporter comes to you and says, Kathy, why are you so old? Because What's the I secret? pets, specifically oh. cats. Oh! Agreed. And I, I hug them and kiss them and tell them I love them every day. Yes, Aww. indeed. Kathy, High five. I appreciate that. And I hope that I uh, live long for the same exact reason. Yeah, and give it a toe bean high five yes. to all your cat friends. All the toe beans. Thank you so much, Kathy. We did get this uh, tweet from Panda who said, my key to living past 100 is simple. No pants. Yep. Even in winter, I have receipts. No pants for Panda. And Panda will live to be over 100 due to the no pants. Let it let it let be it, easy. Air it out. Let it be easy. Yeah. Exactly. 651-641-1071. If you live to be, a, when you live to be above the age of 100 and the reporter asks you, what is your secret to getting over 100? What will your answer be, Holly? 
I already told you my answer, walking which was walking in sensible, sensible footwear. Shoes. Also, you gotta laugh. Yeah, agreed. you gotta you gotta inject some good good old fashioned comedy. Yeah, because look, man, if I'm at 116, that means I am close to the punchline of the cosmic joke, mm. and I would like to laugh as much as possible on my journey. Agreed. Yes. Listen, you know what? I'm actually going to I'm going to rip a little bit off of that. I have a sign up in my house that I will not be able to quote for you, but it says something along the lines of every day you should run the full gamut of emotions. And I I agree with that. You really should really go through the entire arc. You should cry about something, whether it's something beautiful or something sad. You should laugh hysterically about something. You should experience a Minimal amount of boredom. I think I know what that sign says, Colleen. Yeah. Do you have a live, laugh, love sign in your house? (laughs) No. And you're just ashamed. You don't. This is a safe space. Safe space. No, it's actually not. It's a quote. And I wish I could. I wish I could spit it out for you or even tell you who said it. But I have it framed because I love it so much. It's like every day you should do these things. And one of them is cry. And one of them is laugh. And there's a couple other things in there. But, you know, obviously I forgot them. Let's go to Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Gretchen, when you live to be over 100 years of age and somebody says to you, what's your secret? What do you say? Well, I have plans on living to over 100. Perfect. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's the two D's. It's dancing and Dr. Pepper. Yes. I Yeah. Do you dance with your Dr. Pepper? If I can, yes. Even better. I what, love it. What kind D's. of Dr. Pepper? Just the OG original? The OG original. I've been drinking it since I was probably 10, and I don't miss a day. I can't not have my Dr. Pepper, and I'm a senior dancer with the Timberwolves, so I got them both checked. I love it. Gretchen, you're so cool. Thanks for your call. We did get an email from Taylor. Taylor said uh, that that, uh, snoozing the alarm no fewer than eight times every morning is the key to a long life. Mm. I mean... When you can. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Get it. There is something pretty special about those extra eight to nine minutes of sleep that you get that you think you get when you hit snooze. (sighs) And then there's also something kind of uh, alarming about the fact that it's only eight or nine minutes. (sighs) Alarming. See what I did there? (laughs) Let's go to Julie. Hi, Julie. Julie, when you live to be over 100 and somebody says to you, what was your secret? What's the answer to that? Well, I'm not sure about me, but I asked my grandmother when she was 98. Yeah. And she said a couple of things, but the last thing she said was, well, you know, dear, I haven't lived with a man for like 40 years. Oh. So that might be it. Hey, Julie, that is great. Thank you for your call. That might do the trick. Um, You know, that's a key to a long life. And let's let Jennifer have the last word. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer, uh, when you live to be over 100 years of age, Jennifer, and the reporter says to you, what was your secret? What do you say? Well, first of all, I would say my great-grandma, she lived to be 100, and her sister lived to be 106, and she always said the key to living a long life was mashed potatoes, butter, and meat every day. 100%. I want to be on that program. What? I said, I want to be on that program. Exactly. But um, my secret, I totally agree with the first woman that cats are 
definitely the secret to a long life. I agree. Yes. 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 Toby and high fives. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Have a great day. Cats, mashed potatoes, meat, Dr. Pepper, dancing. I know I'm missing things, but yes. All these all things it. are really accessible. I know. Which makes it wonderful. Yes, We're I all going to live to be 533 years old. It's going to be fantastic yeah. with cats. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to talk again, about Benifer again, what? Um, yeah. Again? Againifer. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna revisit Benifer againifer and how much privacy they really want mm. around this engagement. So we're gonna talk about it. We'll tell you about it. We're gonna keep it real private. Just kidding. After this on my talk one oh seven one. Benifer againifer againifer on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one oh seven one againifer. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Holly Roberts. Bradley Trainer's on vacation. He'll be back when he's done sailing the ocean blue. Oh, and it's um, literally blue. Oh, it's like it the is beautiful blue. Gorgeous blue. Yes, for good vacation porn pictures, go to Bradley Trainers. And I, I mean, like just literally scenic vacation. Mm-hmm. Go to his Instagram because it's just. It's beautiful where gorgeous. he is. Gorgeous. And we're here where we are. And, and it's, it's gorgeous. beautiful in its own way. Yes. All right. Um, but you know where it's really beautiful? It's really beautiful in the relationship of Benifer againifer. Oh, it is so beautiful. It is so, it is the most magical thing that has come across our eyeballs mm. in the past 48 hours. I feel it. Look, there's a lot of news, but um, sad for us. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez actually want to keep things private. <laughs> but, um, oh, that's great. That's so funny. Tell another one. Uh, <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. Okay, let's not tell uh, that one. <laughs> no, so this exclusive story over at page6.com, which was published last night, my eyes rolled out of my head when I read the following headline exclusive Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, keep mom on wedding plans to avoid press. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, they're not no. avoiding press. No, they're, and they're not even keeping mom. They are leading into press and they're sharing all these news. The tidbits. Did we need to know that Jennifer Lopez was in the bubble bath, but specifically bubble bath? It wasn't like she was just in the tub. She right. was in a bubble bath. Yeah. It's her favorite place. Her favorite place. When Ben Affleck proposed to her and gave us all the details on that. That's not keeping it private. Now, a source told Page Six that after the last time they got engaged, there won't be any announcements of when and where they're getting married. They'll just do it and then announce. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, I'm going to stop right there because I actually, I believe that to a degree. I believe that the narrative that we are going to be privy to is that they'll get married and then afterwards they'll be like, we got married and then they'll sell pictures and do all the things that people do. Right. Right. That doesn't mean they're being private about it though. No. Like that's the distinction we need to make. I think that the distinction is, is that they're keeping it private to the press specifically Mm -hmm. because what they're not doing is keeping it private to us exclusive fans who have signed up for Jennifer Lopez's email Shame fan on thing on the J-Lo. On the J-Lo. 
So, yeah, they're controlling the narrative. They're not perhaps sharing details officially with the press. They're doing this thing like they did with this page six article, which is talking through, quote unquote, sources. Right. And they're giving us all the extremely intimate details about all of their personal happenings. By just giving a little piece of your data. Yeah. You just, you just got to give an email address. Well, you just got to give a little bit of this so that we can track you and so we can get metrics. No and big so deal. Then, and no big deal. No big don't deal. Worry, don't worry about it. Just yeah. sign up here. So you did, and I did, and shame on us. And now we've played right into their oh so private keeping mum strategy, mm-hmm. which, you know, okay. Now, this is where I want to show that we res- I, like mad respect for their for their way of playing the game. Right, we razz on it because right. we respect it. It's true. Yes. Because the because how many times does the press get the narrative funky? Or there's multiple competing narratives. Right. But if the narrative comes directly from Jennifer Lopez herself, then that is what gets reported in the tabloids yes and the narrative is uniform yes and so she's controlled this is how she controls the narrative which is a lot more clean than say how the kardashians fiddle with the space-time continuum and try to control the narrative yeah you know and the kardashians have tried doing that before remember before social well like in the infancy of social media they had websites that you had to subscribe to and then they had apps yes and remember their app developer something happened there and they were like deuces bye Mm -hmm. and they took all of their exclusive apps down it for them i don't think it would ever have worked because they have the 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 thing that sort of is the 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 grand uh the mother of the brand which is the show Mm -hmm. that tells its own narrative and so then trying to control narratives within that is just not as easy and clean as it is for j-lo for whom and ben affleck for whom that exclusive newsletter is the thing that ends up being reported on so there's no other information being given right and that's it that's it listen again Tip the hat. Yeah. Tip I of see the hat. your genius. Well, in other not private Jennifer Lopez news. Oh, look what was announced today. We're getting a Jennifer Lopez documentary. Oh, really? Yes. A deal with whom? Netflix. Oh, you know. Fly. Yeah. And it's Jennifer Lopez halftime. It's just the beginning. Mm. So this movie is going to premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival in June. And this is going to be a documentary about Jennifer Lopez doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Remember in oh, 2020, yeah. she did the Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira. Yep. So this is going to get into her preparations for doing that. So it looks like it's going to mirror that Lady Gaga five foot two documentary yep. that followed her while she was performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. But we're getting a little uh, glimpse Into behind the scenes. Well, in a very controlled way. Oh, absolutely. You know what I think? This is this is related to nothing. And I I really don't mean anything more than just to note. I think it's very interesting that when she did the halftime show, she was not with Ben Affleck, who she's with now. Right. Well, now she was (laughs) with A-Rod, though. Yeah, that's right. So I find that to be interesting, and it will be curious. I I'm guessing that there will be no mention of a significant other at all. Well, listen to the press release, okay, Colleen. Wait, it me. just it just yeah. wraps up this segment in a nice, beautiful bow. The documentary focuses on an international superstar who has inspired people.
people for decades with her perseverance, creative brilliance, and cultural contributions. Mm-hmm. It's only the beginning. Halftime serves as the kickoff to the second half of Jennifer Lopez's life as she lays bare her evolution as a Latina, a mother, an artist, taking agency in her career and using her voice for a greater purpose. And Boy, some, I will just say, like, that is some great PR writing right there. Yeah. Truly, that is like a really good descri- descriptor because it's not only the halftime show. Yeah. It's also halftime of J-Lo. And Jennifer Lopez oh. even mentioned that in her on the J-Lo email oh. where it was just like coming full circle. We're oh not my gosh. Worthy. The synergy. No, worthy. it's true. She is a master, <laughs> you guys. She is a master. She is packaging her life. In the most, I wonder, I wonder what she looks like in the morning when she wakes up. Like, I want to see the funky side of J-Lo. I want to see the, like, not, not groomed. I booger J-Lo. Yes, like, gassy after a bowl of chili J-Lo, right? Like, I just, because it's in there. Well, we'll put it at our request. But it's so tailored. I am impressed. We bow to you, J-Lo. You are the queen. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid. After this on my talk, one Oh seven, one dumb people doing dumb things. It is our favorite segment of the day on the Colleen and Bradley show where we tell you about some, uh, people that we call crazy, stupid. Well then I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Those crazy, stupid idiots, they are everywhere. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there is not one looking back at you. Holly, don't look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirror. It's not safe. Oftentimes we find them in the state of... Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Uh, I'll uh, tell you. Great, thanks. Mm-hmm. We're going to Dallas. That's in Texas. I got spurs. Mm. That jingle, jingle, jingle. I know that Dallas is a very sophisticated and cosmopolitan metropolitan area. That's okay. We can still sing songs. Um, Okay, so we're going to meet a 43-year-old Dallas man by the name of Victor Shavers. Well, um, it was about 2 in the morning... And he and his roommate got into an argument. Um, Because it was two in the morning, we can discern that possibly there was a level of impairment on board that maybe contributed to the activity that resulted in the arrest of Victor Shavers. Um. So I'm going to tell you what happened, and then we're going to have a conversation about why this all happened. Oh, great. Uh, He and his roommate got into an argument, a disagreement, and Victor attacked his roommate. He beat him over the head with a wooden stick at least six times. At least there's not a samurai sword involved, because I thought we were going that direction. Which you'd be surprised at how often that happens, right, Holly? Exactly. Okay, so the roommate (laughs) was like, no, uh uh-uh. So he grabbed a bat, and he was able to fight his roommate, Victor, off. The cops were called. They got there around 2.45 in the a.m. and they arrested Victor for the assault. The roommate was bleeding from his head and needed stitches, but he said he should be okay. Ah. Um, but that's all, like, roommates fighting, welcome to Crazy Stupid Idiots. Yeah, but I don't use a baseball bat, so that's like, that's just below Crazy Stupid Idiots. It's it's crazy and stupid, but not an idiot doesn't well, make. Allow me to take this one to 11. <laughs> okay. 
Because it is what they were arguing about that earns them crazy, stupid mm, idiots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess? Mm-hmm. Um, were they fighting over Dungeons and Dragons? That is actually a really good guess, but not correct. Um, all right. So am I in the right ballpark? Were not they fi- at all. Were they fighting over? Well, I would say winged beings. Winged things. Were involved. Somebody didn't change the parakeet lining in the cage. And now okay. there's all those little turds with the white and then the green on the outside. I don't want these two taking care of a parakeet. No, they were getting in an argument over what a mosquito looked like. Okay, honey. Which, by the honey. way, come to Minnesota. Honey. We are well-versed it's in... the state bird! It is. And we know exactly what a mosquito looks like. Apparently, the two of them... I mean, and... I What? What? Why? What? That was worth getting in an argument over. But they were arguing over what a mosquito looks like. And that... Why didn't they just hit up the googs? Thank you. You have one in your... This is what will never make sense to me. We walk around with small computers in our hands at all times. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite things, is when somebody takes to social media and asks a question that they could have easily resolved by hitting up the googs. There is a website, by the way, called Let Me Google That For You, which is a really great way to troll people who ask questions that they should have just Googled. I digress. Wow, that's a, that, is a, that is a flex of passive aggressiveness yeah, it, that I, I need to utilize. It really is. And since we're <laughs> Minnesotan, it is our, like, it's, it's our second language. But no, uh, they were arguing over what a mosquito looks like. Victor Shavers beat up his uh, roommate, and now he's uh, in trouble, and he is going to be executed. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, you really I actually took that don't, to 11. I really did. I don't know what his... He was arrested for assault. I don't know if his roommate is going to press charges, but I think that they should maybe not live together any longer. Holly. Uh-huh. Where are we going next? Um, We're going to Florida. Yay! Yay Florida! Um, where? Uh, we got to go to Bunnell, Florida. Where? Bunnell. I've never been there. I don't know. It's uh, Is it two words? Bun... Nell? No, Bunnell. Oh, Bunnell. Bunnell. Okay. I don't know. It's near Orlando because Click Orlando. Okay. Although I also feel like Click Orlando could be a really great sex shop oh, name. Oh, man. I bet it is. <laughs> I digress. Uh, we've got to talk about David Stover. David Stover, a 57-year-old gentleman, was hungry. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was he hangry, though? You know, I don't really know if that's been clarified. He was hungry. Mm -hmm. And so he decided to stop at his regular Wendy's. Oh, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, his regular Wendy's. I'm going to I do love the burgers because they're square. And so you get four extra bites with no bun. It's like that Dave Thomas was on to something. R.I.P. Frosty fries, chili, baked potato, all of that. I don't know what David Stover wanted to order, but he went to his regular Wendy's and he wanted to stop to get something to eat. But then he got into a little argument with some of the staff because, see, workers said that Dave used to get a discount at Wendy's because he had a friend who was a cashier uh, there once. Okay. But then his friend left his job, as people are wont to yeah, do. They're going to go and do something. Then runs out. Yeah. But then... Dave Stover decided to mm, use another flex to get a discount at Wendy's. Colleen, would you like to guess okay. Dave Stover's flex? Um. Okay, so he used a flex. Did he, did he try to impersonate a cop? 
to get a discount? A little higher. A little higher. Did he try to impersonate the President of the United States of America? Somewhere in between. Okay. <laughs> he, David Stover, <laughs> was like, you know what? I'm going to tell these people that I'm working undercover as a DEA oh agent. Oh, my gosh. I'm also going to flash my badge just to show that I'm not lying to you. Oh, no. You know, because my friend that you know I was friends with used to give me a discount. But then, you know, uh, Josh left. But I'm actually undercover DEA agent yeah, this right. whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need to give me 30% off of my whatever. What does Wendy's have? I a think double cheeseburger? Do. Here you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they also have like a really great bacon cheeseburger. I mean, now then he got caught. Right. Because Because he he was lying. A DEA agent. Because he wasn't. Now, investigators said David Stover denied. He's like, look, I never said I was a DEA agent. But he did admit to carrying a concealed carry permit badge. Oh, my gosh. And he showed employees because they asked to see it. Sure. Yeah. Now he sure. yeah, now David Stover faces charges of impersonating a law enforcement officer all because he wanted a discount at Wendy's. I mean, that is like a new low. Also, you didn't say it maybe, but you didn't not say it, which is also like saying it. And again, it's I understand. Listen, I understand. I would go to great lengths for certain, you know, things at Taco Bell. I don't think that is You're a not gonna bridge lie. too far. Never. You're not going to lie Never. to no. get a seven layer burrito. It's not worth it. It's no. not worth it. it. Now, now, guess what? Guess where there's no Wendy's in jail. <laughs> I know that to be a fact. Thank you. So, where are we going now? Oh, thank you for asking. We're going to Pennsylvania. Yay! And we're going to learn about a person who used an interesting weapon in, uh, in a scuffle. Mm-hmm. A 47-year-old man who shall remain nameless only simply because I do not have his name. Uh, He got himself into some trouble when he was at a convenience store a couple weeks ago. He assaulted several customers and then he struck multiple vehicles with plastic signs damaging those vehicles. Uh Now, that is not the weapon he used, though, that got him in to crazy, stupid, idiot trouble. Ooh, all right. So he did all that damage, yep. and the cops were called, and then um, the police showed up. He'd also been threatening that he had a, he had claimed he had a gun, and he was threatening to shoot people. So the cops showed up, and when they got there, he he took his rage. Again, I think this is the theme of the show today. He took his rage to 11. He climbed up the fire escape at a nearby apartment building. And then he began to throw things down at the officers. What he was throwing at the time was rocks, but then it got worse. He went up to the roof of the building and I do not ask me how or where he found this item. It's an item. It is an item Mm -hmm. that he threw off the roof of the building at the police officers. Was he throwing throwing stars? No. Uh, nunchucks bigger um uh a small motor vehicle okay smaller (laughs) um uh was he throwing a banana a cucumber or an eggplant no but i like the way you think 
It was a toilet. He threw a toilet Ooh. at the police officers off the Ooh. roof. No, 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 an, no, no, no. an apartment building. No, this is not a, a an episode of The Late Show with David Letterman. <laughs> do not do this. Right? I mean, while I understand the satisfaction that might bring a person, not in this moment. Not in this moment. Also, not at people. Ouch. Nobody was hurt, thankfully. Yeah. Um, he did break, he broke a window, entered the third floor of the building, and the police were then able to finally catch him. He's now facing charges of aggravated assault, criminal trespass, terroristic threats, simple assault, and misuse of a toilet. Just kidding. That's not a thing. Oh, okay. But anyway, he's in big trouble. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, no, that you know, is not. Good thing nobody was hurt because I don't think police officers carry their tiny Acme umbrellas with them. They do not. Like Wiley Coyote. Yes. And they yeah. do not go through uh, brick walls and leave an imprint of their bodies. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis that time of day, our friend Rocco has entered the studio because he is the one who will administer the throwback live after this on my talk 1071